On today's show, we have Jay Lin, the Ecosystem Growth and Partnerships Lead for Kronos Labs. Kronos Labs is the labs team leading the development of the Kronos ecosystem with a strong focus on DeFi, NFTs, GameFi, and Metaverse projects. Ecosystem is developed by Crypto.org and powered by the Crow Cryptocurrency. Jay, thank you for joining us today. We'd love to hear about what you got to say about Kronos. Hey, Joe. Uh, happy to be here. and Thanks for having me on. Hi, everyone. My name is Jay. I'm leading ecosystem growth and partnerships at Kronos Labs. The Kronos Labs is the labs team managing and growing Kronos Chain. And for those who is the first time hearing about Kronos Chain, Kronos Chain is an EVM layer one chain supported heavily by Crypto.com. So Crypto.com, the centralized exchange, launched Kronos mainnet sometime in November 2021 last year. Right, so the chain itself has been live for seven months. So what's so unique about Kronos is that it's an EVM layer one chain built on the Cosmos SDK. So it allows the chain to be interoperable within Cosmos and across other EVM chains as well. The chain mainnet being live for seven months, we have seen about 1 million unique active wallets live on the chain right now, and it's growing about 20% month on month. We have seen close to 200 dApps launching live on the chain, right? mostly NFTs, DeFi, and right now we are seeing gaming right, slowly gaining traction on the chain as well. Right? So very exciting to see how we can grow Kronos into the next chain that is extremely friendly for retail that's coming in from crypto.com. That's awesome. And so maybe give us some insight into, obviously there's many different blockchains launching out there, right? Mm -hmm. And so why do you guys choose to launch Kronos versus maybe just adopting more of the Ethereum chain? Right. So as everyone knows, there's so many layer one chains out there, right? It's an extremely competitive ocean, extremely cutthroat, where we see a lot of chains not being able to get traction, right? Kronos, on the other hand, being supported by Crypto.com and very well integrated into Crypto.com's suite of products allows us to have this user base coming in from the exchange, right? Where their first time interaction with DeFi, with NFTs, it's on Kronos, right? So we see ourselves playing at a more niche area where it's a blue ocean of typically non-crypto natives, right? Our user base tend to be extremely retail mass market. They tend to, their first time with crypto, right? They, they probably saw an advertisement on F1 or on UFC showing crypto.com and then they sign up with a crypto.com account. Right? And then their first experience with DeFi and NFT then is on Kronos. So this is a niche that we see Kronos slowly going into where we are extremely retail friendly, where applications and developers building on a chain are typically tailoring their apps towards this group of mass market retails. And a lot of this mass market retail is coming through the crypto.com app. Yeah, we see right now about 70% of our user base typically being funneled in through crypto.com exchange and it's non-custodial DeFi wallet. That's awesome. And so can you tell us a little bit about the team that's driving the success here behind Kronos? So the Kronos team, right, uh, we have Ken Timzit, who is heading Kronos chain, right? Cam comes with a wealth of experience in crypto. He used to be head of sales at Consensus, right? And then Kronos team itself, we have a few verticals, right? We have the partnerships team, we have the marketing team, and we have a team of core developers who are frequently optimizing and improving the chain itself. So it's on the commercial front and, and technical front, we have a team of close to 20 to 30 people, right? Constantly working around the clock and trying to improve the chain, growing the ecosystem, growing the community, improving the chain on a technical level and a commercial level. 
how many people are driving the success beyond Kronos? Is that a distributed team around the world? Like how many people or devs are across the board? Building the Kronos chain, we have a team of developers who are mainly improving the chain technical operations, like trying to find the best way to optimize gas, trying to increase block size. We also have a group of DevOps who work closely with developers building on a chain, helping them to solve any of their technical integration problems, giving them a seamless time to build on the testnet, to build on chain. So mainly the team is focused on growing Kronos from a technical level. And then I come from the partnership side, which is more on the commercial front, speaking with devs who are interested to grow on the chain and to launch natively or move cross-chain to Kronos. Has Kronos, the team, raised any capital since inception from any notable VCs? So Kronos, it's supported by Crypto.com, right? So we do not have any publicly announced investor or VC for Kronos, but we work closely with multiple top-tier funds to grow the ecosystem. One way that we are going to, we have recently announced the Kronos Accelerator Program where a few of our close friends and our close VC friends and partners will be part of the program looking into the next group of high quality Kronos applications to invest into. And what are some of the qualifications to get into that program? Right, so the Kronos Accelerator Program, it's a 10 weeks program where we aim to accelerate the best, I mean, top quality builders building high quality projects. Right. A couple of criteria is that the verticals of focus, we are looking at advanced DeFi, right? So typically structured finance products, yield optimizers, right? innovative taxes, innovative money market models. Right. That's, that's the first vertical. The second vertical, we are looking at gaming. Right. We see gaming as one of the key pillars of Kronos being a key channel to drive in the next big wave of mass market and retail. And the last vertical, it's infrastructure and analytics. Right. So if you are if you are a builder building along these three verticals, right, you will fit well into the Kronos program, Kronos Accelerator program. Right. And we also require projects to be in the pre-funded stage so that they can be applicable for the VC investors to have any early stage investments in them. So is that like a form of a grant? So it's a investment. Oh, direct investment? Is there any particular projects that you guys are looking at right now or like that you guys are most intrigued by? So we announced, we officially announced the program last Tuesday on the 7th of June. It was widely covered by multiple media outlets. The 100 million Kronos Accelerator program has launched. Right? We have seen about close to 100 applicants in a week. So it's very encouraging inflows of applicants. Some of them are very high quality games that we have seen. A couple of them have actually live games already on you can play those games on your on your iPhone or Android phone and they're trying to pivot their games to a web three version of the game. So we have seen quite strong teams applying and we are very excited to onboard them into the accelerator program. What are the aspects of Kronos that also attracts those developers, right? I mean there's so many different options out there, right? And beyond just let's call it money or token rewards for developers, right? Like what other things would would lure developers into your ecosystem? Mm. I think that's a great question and it's something that I, whenever I speak to a dev, right, they say, oh, we have so many options out there. Why <laughs> Kronos? Right? <laughs> Number one, I'll say the user base that Kronos offer, it's extremely niche and it's, it's an age that gives Kronos, right? Our user base, it's we have a huge amount of retail user base, mass market user base that tend to be non-crypto natives, right? So Kronos, we are 
putting ourselves in this blue ocean of onboarding non-crypto natives, right? They come in through crypto.com and onboard to Kronos, right? As compared to fighting in a red ocean with other chains fighting over crypto natives, right? If you are a developer wanting to target the mass market, target retail, Kronos offers that user base for you. That's number one. Number two, right? Kronos is still relatively young. So if you are, especially for games who wants to get first mover advantage, we have the user base for you to capture, or we have the user base for you to get the first mover advantage to expand your user base. Right? I think a lot of devs, they said, oh, I wish I can be one of the first project launching on BSC, launching on Polygon. If only I can turn back time. Right? But right now, Kronos, we have the user base for high quality teams to target. Right? And the first mover advantage is there. And from an ecosystem and foundation point of view, right, we like to get our hands dirty. We work with developers hand in hand to help them grow their projects. Right, it's something that we feel we provide really hands-on advice, right? hands-on execution, where we tell them what's the most optimal marketing move that they can make. Right? How should they strategically target the Kronos user base? What do they like? What works? What has failed? Right? And we give them this very tailored advice where we sit down in a meeting with them to work all of this nitty-gritty stuff out. Right? So I think it's three points. Right, Number one, our user base. Number two, the first mover advantage. And number three, it's we provide very tailored advice, hands-on with builders on Kronos chain. And who do you currently see as maybe your number one or number two top competitor from a chain standpoint? If I were to say other layer ones that are very close competitors to us, I would say it's Polygon and BNB chain. Right? I mean, both of this ecosystem are, I mean, they're already extremely huge, right? They have huge backers huge communities as well, right? But I see us going towards different niche. Kronos itself, like I said, our niche is towards more Web2, non-crypto natives on board at the crypto.com and then coming to Kronos. I think Polygon has done extremely well targeting a lot of fintech partnerships, right? I think a partnership with Meta, right? partnership with Square, if I remember correctly, right? They have extremely strong partnerships on that front and BNB chain, it's being supported by Binance gives them a huge amount of user business flow. So I, I guess one takeaway here is that a lot of these users are obviously uh, coming through the crypto.com platform, right? So maybe also for Kronos to grow itself, it's also a priority for crypto.com to continue to grow, right? That's right. And therefore, maybe give some insights to listeners on that, right? Like what is the future of crypto.com maybe a little bit look like? And how do you have any insight into how they plan to expand their user base and become bigger that ultimately has that network effect down to the Kronos chain? Mm. I can't speak directly for crypto.com because I mean Kronos Labs and Crypto.com are two different entities. Yeah. But interacting with crypto.com employees, right? I, I think the firm has a, a very targeted strategy at onboarding mass market retails. If you look at their marketing efforts over the past year, right, signing huge deals with F1, UFC, getting the Lakers Arena rebranded, the Crypto.com Arena, those are extremely targeted moves to create this branding effect of Crypto.com, top of my centralized exchange for retails. Right? I think that is something that they have put themselves in a very well position to capture. And, and that was why their user base was able to grow from 10 million to 50 million in a year. 
right? And we believe that Kronos is well positioned to capture that growth and user base. But right now, Kronos has captured 1 million unique active wallets on the chain, right? And that leaves us to capture another 49 million users already on Kronos.com and whatever new users at Kronos.com will be onboarding in the months and years to come. So when we look outside of crypto.com, right, for more users to come directly, where do you see those users coming from and how are you deploying marketing efforts in that area? Mm, uh, great question. Right, so we have been thinking about that. Right, We want to have different pipelines, different channels of users coming into the chain. We recently have partnered with more and more cross-chain bridges. More and more cross-chain bridges have been enabling asset transfers into Kronos. Right, just one and a half month ago, we have partnered with one of the biggest cross-chain bridge connects network to where they are enabling liquidity transfers in and out of Kronos from their 15 networks. Right, uh, any uh, multi-chain also support Kronos. We are speaking with multiple cross-chain bridges. Kronos itself is we are also la launching our own decentralized bridge. The bridge is called Gravity Bridge. Will enable asset transfers from Ethereum to Kronos, and that bridge is set to launch in end of Q2 this year. Right, so going about creating more routes of asset transfers into Kronos right, and making Kronos a place where developers have strong support from Kronos Lab itself and are able to freely move assets in and out of the chain easily. And how do you see users making a choice on which chain to participate with? Do you think it's just based on the application? Do you think it's based on speed, the fees, or what are going to be those decision makers as we move forward? Right. So I think across layer ones, why layer ones are able to take off after Ethereum, right? It was because layer ones offer, most layer ones offer much faster transactions at a lower cost, right? I think this one has to be the constant or, you know, even be improved, right? Be becoming faster, becoming cheaper, right? That is a must-have. Other type of considerations for users will be the type of applications, what can they do on the chain, right? And that is something that we are focusing on, right? We, we are focusing on the different type of experiences a user can have on Kronos, right? And that's why we are very focused on onboarding high-quality games, right? high-quality DeFi applications on the chain so that when a user comes to Kronos, right, they not only can yield farm on a DeFi platform, right, they are able to use their assets to go play multiple games so that they can enjoy their experience on chain. But ultimately, what I see when a user is utilizing an application on chain or, using a, or playing a game on chain, they probably wouldn't know what is the infrastructure underneath. Right? They probably wouldn't know what chain they are on, right? They will just see that, oh, they're having a good time playing the game, they're, they're having a good time earning use on their assets, and that's it. And Kronos right now, right, we are trying to create this base of applications where users can come in to use and have a good time on the chain. So maybe I'll lead off to the uh, aspect of the token, right? So if they're kind of just using the application, maybe not aware of, you know, whether or not they're on Kronos or not, right? How does the token come into play there? Uh, so Kronos native guest token, it's CRO which is also the currency that used to call crypto.com coin and it has been rebranded re into Kronos coin because Kro ultimately, the focus is on a decentralized chain Kronos, right? So users will be able to acquire Kro multiple ways, right? Number one, they can acquire the token on chain or via the DEXs available on Kronos, VVS, MMF, Kronoswap, right? Or they can buy it on a centralized exchange like crypto.com, Coinbase, and then bridge it over to Kronos. And you think users will 
notice this in the future? They'll need to actually go and acquire Pro ahead of time before playing the game? Or do you think this will kind of just be executed in the background? I think ultimately it will depend on if we are talking about like a game, right? Right. I think games right now, they are trying to create this onboarding experience where users don't have to create a non-custodial wallet so they do not have to interact with any cryptocurrencies to get started. Right. And if they ultimately want to start earning in the game or start getting their NFTs, start trading their NFTs, then they will be encouraged to get a non-custodial wallet and then they'll be encouraged to buy the token required for guests. So I, I think for a blockchain to run, right, the guest token will still be a necessity. Right? But how the, the interaction of the guest token will be very different. Right? The interaction might be, like you said, might be hidden from the user. The user will be perhaps paying in fiat and then at the back end, it's being converted into pro and then used for guests. Right? Then there might be an option. Right? I think ultimately when applications building on a retail-friendly chain like Kronos, right, there might be a various consideration option in how they want to Know, create this very friendly UI UX for retail users so that they do not have to uh, have this high friction of and high barriers of entry. As everyone's looking at the markets kind of selling off here recently, right? And they're trying to make decisions on acquiring more Crow tokens for their own portfolio. Mm-hmm. How do they kind of maybe look at it and understand how the token may accrue value in the future or years to come? Mm. So this, and I agree question, right? So value accrual for Crow, I think one very key metric is what is the activity on chain? Right? Because the higher level of transactions on chain, higher amount of activity on chain results in higher utilization of Crow as a gas token, right? That's number one. Number two, or right, another type of value accrual, it's what are the utility of the token itself? Right. So right now, Crow can be utilized as a native guest token, number one. Right. Number two, it can be utilized in various DeFi applications for yield farming, such as in a DEX. It can also be utilized as an asset to be lent or borrowed in a money market. Right. In the future, it can also be utilized as an asset in game. In a game itself, Crow can be a currency utilized to do multiple in-game functions. Right. So the utility of the tokens, it's... As utility grows, right, that drives more value to the token. Right, and utility can be tracked by right, how many developers are building on a chain, how many applications are on a chain utilizing Crow as a token. Right? So I think these two will be the biggest value drivers. Right? Number one, transaction volume, and number two, what's the amount of utility for the token itself. And then I assume that also last is you mentioned active users, right? I mean, the number of active users is always going to have an impact on the token price. Yep. And so I think as we've kind of seen maybe over the last year or two amongst these layer ones is that everyone has scalability and low transaction fees until there's actually too many users, right? Mm-hmm. So from a scalability standpoint, like what do you see are the Kronos problems in the future if there's a lot of apps and a lot of users? And how do you solve that? Right. I think this is an issue that every chain is trying to solve, right? Where I think we have seen multiple chains halting because transactions is just, they can't handle that, that load, right? And multiple chains becoming slower because of, of load issues. Mm-hmm. Right? At Kronos itself, we are well aware of this issue. We are constantly trying to optimize our block space, our block size, right? To make sure that our block sizes scales according to usage, number one. And number two, we're also thinking ahead of potentially having a layer two 
building on top of Kronos, right? And that will allow us to scale better into the future, right? So right now, in terms of utilization wise, we have we are able to optimize it in our recent network upgrade, and it will be something that we'll be keeping close touch with in terms of making sure that utilization doesn't exceed what we can handle. And how do you, you know, from the token value standpoint, right? As everyone's looking out at all these layer ones <laughs> and everyone's trying to make a judgment, like who's going to be winners, you know, how do you look at this? Do you look at it as there's going to be a few select multi-trillion dollar market caps and lots of layer ones, or how are you coming at this from maybe an investment standpoint? Like, how do you look at all these different layer ones and where the ultimately the valuations may go? Right. So I think there will be smart contract chains that are generalized, right? So general smart contract chains that do not have a specific niche to the chain itself. And then there will be chains that starts finding their own niche. I think some chains will be tailored towards specific kind of utilization or specific kind of applications. I think a couple of examples like Celo, I've been following their progress, right? They are very Focus towards enabling fintech applications. So applications that are tailored towards enabling banking for the unbanked, right? They are actually focused towards that. Right? And we see Polygon having more Web2 partnerships, right? Partnering with Meta, partnering with Stripe. Um, so I think that is Polygon's niche is going towards there. Right. And Kronos has a chain itself, right? Our niche is towards getting the next wave of non-crypto natives, retail. Right, getting them on chain through a seamless integration with crypto.com where they are first experiences with a centralized exchange and then their experience with DeFi, NFTs and gaming will be on Kronos. Right, so I think chains will start going towards niche. Right? Of course, there will be general smart contract chains, but each chain will go towards its own niche. And that's how I see it playing out over the next few quarters or even years. And do you think gaming is the next wave, we'll call it? And if so, like, how are you guys positioning yourselves? Web3 gaming has been on the rise, especially since 2021, mid-2021, right? We see XE popularity exploding, right? Followed on by a lot of play-to-earn, play-and-earn games coming across, especially on Ethereum, um, BSC, and Polygon. From my perspective, right, I see gaming will be a constant, right? The growth will continue growing, right? We will, st- we will start seeing more Web2 game developers, game studios wanting a slice of the Web3 gaming pie. Right, we'll start seeing more Web2 games who did not have much success in the traditional gaming landscape, right? trying to pivot towards Web3 gaming, right? having digital assets, incorporating NFT into their game, having an open economy. Right? I believe we'll start seeing that. And I see gaming as a strong channel to onboard the next wave of retail users on, the, on chain. Right? And that's where Kronos is trying to firm ourselves, having a firm footing at that front. Right? I think the Accelerator program we are extremely focused towards accelerating strong teams building high-quality games, right? And we see this accelerator program as a start towards Kronos Gaming ecosystem, where all of these games will ultimately become channels to onboard non-crypto natives onto Kronos. Awesome. And so let's also hit on the roadmap, right? We're in a bear market. <laughs> I guess we could all say that, Indeed. right? <laughs> Indeed. You know, I like to say bear is great for building and buying, right? So what are you guys doing from the building standpoint? And what are you guys working on for the next 12 to 24 months? 
Yeah, I mean, today it's a bloody, very, very bloody day. And uh, I mean, for, for your audience, it's the 13th of June today, extremely bloody day in the markets, right? And I mean, as far as building goes, right, we see crypto winter bear market as a time where there's not a lot of noise, where we are able to go uh, heads down, right, get our hands dirty to continually optimize, right, wherever we can. Firstly, optimize the chain from a tech perspective, right, making sure that our tech stack, our infrastructure stack continuously improves. We want to also work with more builders, right, on a more intimate level, right, helping them get ready for the future bull run, right, so helping them to improve their product strategy, helping them to improve their product roadmap so that they can build out their product roadmap and when the next bull run comes, they'll be ready. That's how we are thinking about it, right? I think bear market makes good time for no noise in the market, allows us to focus on building and get ready for the next bull run. Is there anything that you guys are specifically working on that you can announce or discuss here on the podcast for our listeners? Right, so we are focusing a lot of resources and time into our accelerator program, right? Their program itself was announced last week and it's an extremely hands-on program, right? Each accelerator batch, there also there are before cohorts each year, right? Each cohort will be a 10 weeks program where we will hold workshops. So Kronos Lab will be holding workshops for the participants and we'll also be inviting subject matter experts, mentors from reputable funds, or reputable key opinion leaders into the program right, to give workshops and master classes to the projects. And we believe right, incubating and accelerating strong builders, strong teams allows us to have this repertoire of very strong projects and giving them resources, giving them connections, giving them funding, right, to build out their projects and get them ready for when the next wave of Buran, the next wave of users come into crypto. Awesome. For all of our listeners and people out there, anything you want to leave off with any other insights into what you guys are doing or just the future of the project? So if you are a user, right, first time hearing about Kronos, right, Kronos itself, we offer a suite of DeFi applications right, ranging from DEXs, ranging from money markets. We have a very vibrant NFT marketplace with many talented artists designing NFTs and selling the NFTs on chain. Right? Do come and check Kronos out. If you are a developer, first time hearing about Kronos, right, do check out the accelerator program. Right? We are dedicated and putting a lot of resources to back and support strong teams building great products. And we look forward to giving a great experience of Kronos to multiple stakeholders, from users to developers to investors. Well, I appreciate that, Jay. I appreciate you coming on today and providing all those, that value for listeners. Any way for them to find you, what is that? You can follow me on, on Twitter. Right? It's at J-A-Y, letter L, letter J, letter L, J-L-J-L. Awesome. I appreciate it and look forward to speaking to you again. Right, thanks for having me on, Joe. Right, take care.